seated. Please bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Almighty and ever-living God, we, we come before you tonight as we begin this season of Lent, and we pray that your Spirit would be our guide, that our lives would reflect your will, that as we commit again to the discipline of Lent, it may be for you and not for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome. Welcome to the 40 days of Lent. Uh, Lent is always kind of an interesting time and it's an interesting season. Uh, Lent, the word Lent actually means spring, which is fitting that it's snowing. Uh, <laughs> Because as uh, we say Lent and spring, uh, most of the time when I tell people Lent means spring, they, get, they have the same reaction, laughter or a kind of disgruntled face that's like, really? I thought it meant uh, look dismal and stay away from chocolate, <laughs> right? That's, that's kind of the way we think about Lent instead of what it is. And then there's the whole 40 days thing. 40 days of Lent, which will run from now, uh, February 26th, until Easter Sunday, which this year is April 12th. And if you take your calendar out and count all those days, you'll, of course, come up with 46. Because, as we all know, there's six Sundays which are not part of Lent. Because every Sunday is a little Easter. So our 40 days is broken up each week by a little Easter celebration until finally on the, 46th, on the 47th day, Easter arrives in full force. So these 40 days or 46 or 47 days of spring that feels like dismal avoidance of things um, becomes our time of discipline, our time to form ourselves anew, after a pattern that is different than we are used to, a pattern that isn't about us, but is about Christ, a pattern that is not about me doing what I want, but me pursuing who God makes me to be. And then there's this crazy passage that we have for every year for the season of Lent to begin on Ash Wednesday when we gather in assembly and come forward for ashen crosses emblazoned on our foreheads only to hear the gospel that says, beware of practicing your piety before others that they may see you. <laughs> no, practice your piety in secret before God. For if your reward is about being seen for others, you get your reward. So we begin this season of Lent, this season of becoming what God longs to make of us. And we do so with habits, with changing habits. Forty days. It's not only a biblical term, of course. There's many things in the Bible that have 40 days. 
Noah and the flood. The want, not 40 days, but 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. On Sunday, you will hear that Jesus fasted 40 days before uh, being tempted in the wilderness. Just to name a few. But of course, if you uh, go on Amazon and look up 40 days, in the, uh, you will quickly find yourself in the motivational and self-help section where there are 40 days to just about everything. Uh, just to name a few I found today that I thought were fun, uh, you can find 40 days of decrease, a different kind of hunger, a different kind of fast, 40 days to a joy-filled life, living the 4-8 principle, right? 40 days with the Holy Spirit, fresh air for every day, make miracles in 40 days, how many of you are signing up for that? 40 days and you can make turning, subtitle for that one, turning what you have into what you want. Because that's what a miracle is, apparently. The giving challenge, 40 days to a more generous life, I highly recommend that one. The abundance project, 40 days to more wealth, health, love, and happiness. And my personal favorite, claim your power, 40-day journey to dissolve the hidden trauma that's kept you stuck and finally thrive in your life's unique purpose. <laughs> 40 days. I am sure that these work... Precisely because they aren't interrupted by the six Sundays that make our Lenten fast of 40 days not seem to produce these kinds of results, right? So that's just a word to, uh, be, to caution yourself about taking that little Easter advantage to skip your fast for the week every Sunday. Um, which, actually, I highly recommend, but uh, the studies would show otherwise. 40 days... What are we about in this time? We use it so often to transform our lives into something that we want, into something that we think would be better, into something that we think would, would accomplish more of what we've been missing in our life. I've, I've often used uh, the 40 days of Lent to do things that uh, um, I've been putting off, right? Like losing that 15 pounds I put on over the holiday season uh, or whatever it might be. Um, like uh, trying to get away from soda in my life, which I do repeatedly and now probably need to do again. 40 days. Habits form, right? And so we're told things about habits too, right? 21, it, it's not 40 days to change a habit according to all of the stuff on Google, right? It's, you know, how many days? How many days does it take to form a new habit? 21. I knew somebody would have that figure. 21 days, that's what's all over the place. Is it true? Absolutely not. It doesn't take 21 days. It doesn't take any number of days. It might take, uh, it might take your whole life to form a, a different habit because it, habits aren't about the passing of days. They are about the repetition of a pattern. And as soon as we disrupt that pattern and go back to whatever it is, the cue that says, uh, you know, I, I actually had this happen to me at, at home today. 
I play uh, Clash of Clans. How many of you are Clash of Clans? Anybody Clash of Clans in this place? Yeah, I figured I was the only nerd in the house. There, yeah, thank you. All right, so I play this little game, Clash of Clans, and I send my armies off to battle for me, and it's, 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 a, it's a complete waste of time, and I know that. But today, but, but, but today I went home to uh, be with my kids for uh, when they got off the bus at four. And so I got home and I, and I planned to uh, kind of do a couple more things with uh, tonight's service and make sure everything was in order. And I got home and as soon as I walked in and I said hello to everybody and I saw the couch sitting over there and I went over and I sat down on the couch and I immediately took out my phone and you know what I did? <laughs> yep, class of clans, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's time for another battle. Here we go. Because, because why? That was my cue. My cue was I got home, I saw the couch, I sat down, I relaxed. That's the cue. It says, all right, now I can do something just to kind of unwind. And so the first thing that popped in, so what my habit is, is sit down and relax. And then I take out my phone and I play my game of Clash of Clans until somebody reminds me that I have work to do. Not always, Dana, but uh, <laughs> sometimes. She wasn't there today to remind me, so I had to have somebody else. Uh, but, but we do these things. And, you know, if I were to give up Clash of Clans for Lent, what would I have to do? Work. Work. <laughs> Not sit down in the house. Yeah, that, that, that's where I'm going to fall off the, 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 the rails, right? As soon as I go and, and get home and sit down on the couch, that's going to be my trying time, isn't it? Because that's my cue. It says, now this is what we do next. Because I've formed a habit. 21 days of, uh, I would have to, I can't just sit down on the couch and say, don't do that. Because eventually, it's, it's going to happen. I'm going I'm to give in. I'm going to follow the pattern that has been established. We have to replace the pattern with something different. We have to change the cue to say this is a cue for something else. It's not enough for me to say I'm going to give this up. I have to actually take something else on. Which is exactly the discipline of Lent. What is, what is my giving up for? And our reading today gives us, gives us actually a a stunningly beautiful idea. It says something I think I've missed for so many years. And, and, it, and it hit me with that first one. Uh, when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing to say? Your left hand and your right hand don't have a brain. Just in case you were wondering. Your left hand doesn't know anything. Your right hand doesn't know anything. It does what your brain tells it to do. So what on earth is this phrase all about? What, it, what I think it's about is that we do this without even thinking. We aren't being intentional about saying, I am now going to give my offering. I'm going to place it. Watch me as I place it in the bucket as, as we do here, right? Right? That would be very intentional. No. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Says, 
We do that without even thinking. It's part of who we are. It's our habit. When you pray, don't go to the street corner and pray with a loud voice and have trumpets come before you so that everyone can see, now is the time when I am going to pray. No, uh, you go into your closet, it says. It's actually not a closet. We get some crazy ideas. I know there's a lot of prayer closets out there. I don't, I don't have any problem with that, but you should know that that's not what this is talking about. The prayer closet in this passage uh, in Jesus' day, as they walked about, you're, you had a shawl on. And so, um, if you came into, uh, if you wanted to take some time in private prayer, your prayer shawl would cover you. And that would be your closet. It's a way of saying, I'm going to I'm going to come into a place where I am alone with God. And it is God that I am seeking, not the attention of others. And you could do that in any place. You see, prayer, we, 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 we don't have to say, hey, uh, I'm going to skip out on all that's going on here. How many of you have had, had a practice of praying over meals and then you found yourself with friends and and folks out, out in public and you're like, uh, there's that moment where you're not really sure what to do. <laughs> and sometimes you have to weigh on, is this going to be something that will help them, that will lead them towards Christ? Should I offer to pray for all of us? Maybe so. Sometimes you just say, no, I think if I do that, I'd be drawing more attention to myself than I would to, to what this is actually all about. And so you go into your prayer closet and you just find a moment where they're talking and you can quickly say a prayer to yourself. That's your closet. But you keep your habit because why? Because this is who you are. I wonder what the world would say we as Christians have formed as our habits. Matthew suggests that our habits would be giving to others prayer that doesn't draw attention to us, but draws us closer to God. He says those would be a good start. As we begin this season of Lent, and we think about what we're giving up and what we're taking on, don't miss that the 40 days or 46 days or 47 days or however many days it is are not about us finishing a project. They're about us committing to a God who leads us to become someone who looks more like Him. These crosses on our forehead are not so the world can see that we're holy so that we can know that Christ has claimed us and called us to a way of life that doesn't come without discipline. It comes because we choose over and over and over again to take the cues of the world 
and to listen to the word of the Lord. And our prayer is simple. That as we continue to work in this way, that we would habitually do the things of God. We would pray. We would serve. We would forgive. We would love. We would give. We would worship. Because God is present in us and our rest is in Him. Welcome to the season of Lent. It's spring and it's 40 days to new life in Christ.